0: All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who is this lady on the internet? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like your articles of incorporation, your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, your contracts for clients and partners, basic brand protection strategies, and hiring and training strategies. I help you put all of these things in place. Why is it important for you to do these things? Because if you want to level up your business, if you want to be able to get your items the big box stores, if you want to be able to establish business credit or get business loans you need to have your business paperwork in order all right and why am I qualified to help you do all of these things? I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years in counting with a specialization in business formation. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business. ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. All right. So that's why I'm here. So if you're in the startup phase of your business, um, you know, and you need some help getting the paperwork together, you want to call me. If you have been in business for a while and you need to get your business paperwork together, you want to call me. Or if you just have a business idea and you're like, I have no idea where to start. You still want to call me. How are you going to call me? Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Uh, there you can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, LinktreeForward forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can catch up at your leisure. Um, And Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can get the show merch. So if you want to, you know, tell people how you got so smart, get yourself a t-shirt, get yourself a mug. They come in black. The t-shirts come in black, white, and navy blue. Um, But all of that is available at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. All right, now that I have, you know, um, run down the list of the things I (laughs) sell, let's get to the show. Uh, For those of you who might be new, this is how it works. I pull stories from the news, stories that I get from you guys. Actually, our first two stories tonight are from one of our regular contributors. Um, Stories I find on podcasts, anywhere that I find, um, uh, you know, a tale that can give us a lesson having to do with business or entrepreneurship, uh, I pull it. And I bring it here and we discuss it. Uh, and it's a great time, all right? So this is a time for you to get involved, to ask questions, to give comments. It's a lot more fun when when we when you participate. Um, also, I will be asking you to put emojis and things into the box and to give me commentary. So, you know, unless you're driving, please, <laughs> if you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel. But if you're not, participate in the discussion, all right? So, um... Tonight we have a few stories to. Uh, tonight we have a few stories to uh, get through, so we are just gonna jump into it. Um, so our first one: uh, if you are into gardening, if you like plants, indoor outdoor gardening, um, please give me some type of plant emoji. Be it a tree, a flower, something having to do with gardening. I think there's a gardener emoji or a farmer. But yeah, if you're into doing plant stuff, give me some type of, I don't know, garden emoji. All right. Um, let's see if we have any people here with a green thumb. Um, and when while you do that, uh, whether or not you're into gardening, thank you, sincere Thirty Nine. Have you used Miracle Grow products? If you have, thank you, Nessie Time. If you have used miracle grow products, please give me an M in the comments. All right. If you have used miracle grow products, you've used miracle grow products in say 39. Awesome. Anybody else? I, I don't use miracle grow. Uh, I feel like they have a lot of chemicals. I try to use more organic plant stuff. Okay. Um, Nessie time is giving me an M. Okay, so most of us have heard of Miracle Grow even if we're not into gardening, right? Um, and Miracle Grow, as a company, they have tons of trademarks on hundreds of products. I actually just looked at it today on the USPTO website and it's like pages and pages of trademarks. Um, and Miracle Grow, as a big company, of course, they want to protect their name and they are concerned about a little company called. Gromio, G-R-O-M-E-O. G-R-O-M-E-O. Um, this is a company that is selling a self-watering planter. Um, I went to their website. It's 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 weird. It's like this thing you can attach to the wall, and then you have your plants in it, and I don't know. Somehow the water comes down. Either way, they're trying. They they are naming it Gromio, G-R-O-M-E-O. And Miracle Grow is opposing. Hello, be enchanting. Miracle Grow is opposing. Gromio's trademark for uh for their device because they're saying that it could be confused with Miracle Grow. Why do you think Miracle Grow thinks that Gromio will be confused with them? What what wh- why would Miracle Grow see Gromio's product and say, "You know what? If people looked at this, Hey 76 Grim Cray, we're talking about one of the stores you sent me. Hey Margaret, I sent you your package. Check your email." Why would Miracle Grow look at Gromio's self-watering planter and say, "I think people might confuse this for a Miracle Grow product." Does anybody have an idea? I'm going to give you like five more seconds because we don't want to leave the people in, prod, in in podcast land waiting. Imperfectly Perfect 78 said, maybe a little name similarity, but the products are different. I agree with you. Um, yeah, miracle Grow is basically concerned because they're saying that because of the way they spell grow and the way Gromio spells grow, that that is going to cause confusion in the marketplace because the both of them have dropped the W in the word grow. So miracle Grow is saying, Look, if you go to a store and you see Miracle Grow products, and then right next to them you see Gromio products, and neither of them have a W in the name, people are going to think that they are associated with each other. Nessie, Times says she doesn't see it. Do you guys think that Margaret? Um, sorry, I was looking at your comment. Do you guys think that Miracle Grow uh, has a credible fear of confusion, or are they doing a little bit too much in this situation? If you were, you know, going to Home Depot and you're looking for things for your garden and you see miracle Grow products, and then maybe on another shelf you see Gromio products, are you going to think that, oh, miracle Grow has another product? They're related to each other? What do you guys think? And Perfectly Perfect said they're they're doing too much. I, um, Sincere and I said they're doing too much as well. I agree with you guys. I think that miracle Grow is, um... They're going a little overboard. We've talked about trademark bullying. Hi, Nostal21. We've talked about trademark bull- bullying a lot on this show. Uh, larger companies that have bigger budgets and, you know, probably have in-house counsel, a lot of times they will use that, that financial power to kind of push around little guys, you know, to, to exclude them from the marketplace. Um, so miracle Grow, I guess, is trying to do that to Gromio. So we will have to see what happens between them. Uh, Nessie Times said, "I would not confuse nor connect them." Okay, so it seems that nobody here uh, is would think that Gromio or Miracle Grow uh, are connected to each other. And for me, looking at the products, because when I think of Miracle Grow, I think of soil. I think of what's that thing? Fertilizer. Uh, Pesticide spray thing, whatever. Um, those are the things I think of. I don't think of a planter. Uh, maybe they make planters. I don't know. Either way, uh, Miracle Grow is coming for Gromeo, but I hope Gromeo wins. Okay. Next story. Any of y'all like Buffalo Wild Wings? Is anybody here a Buffalo Wild Wings fan? Um, if you like Buffalo Wild Wings, please give me a BWW. In the comments. B-W-W. I've eaten at Buffalo Wild Wings a couple of times. I would say that their wings are alright. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of them. Um, but you know, everybody's everybody's entitled to their things. Alright, Imperfectly Perfect has been to BWW. Anybody else? anybody, anybody. Um imperfectly perfect uh hold on 76 people said they're okay BWW Nessie Time gave me BWW imperfectly perfect or anybody else who's been to buffalo wild wings have you had their spicy buffalo chicken wings uh imperfectly perfect said wings are okay I like the fried pickles I do not like pickles girl um has anybody had their buffalo chicken wings um, if, if you're a Buffalo Wild Wings fan, you might know that they're called Blazon Buffalo Chicken Wings, uh, and they actually have a trademark on the term blazon for their Buffalo Chicken Wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. Here is the issue. Um, Procter & Gamble, they make, uh, they make Pringles. Is anybody a Pringles fan? If you like Pringles, give me a P in the comments. Uh, and they have come out with a new Pringles flavor called Blazin' Honey Sauce. And Buffalo Wild Wings is taking issue to the name of Pringles' new flavor. They're like, look, we use blazon as it uh, refers to our chicken, you know, and we have kind of cornered the market on blazon when it comes to food, so we don't think Pringles' should be able to call their... Potato chips, blazing honey sauce. Do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between buffalo wild wings, blazing uh, spicy buffalo chicken wings, and uh, Pringles blazing honey sauce potato chips? I don't know where buffalo wings, buffalo wild wings is going with this, um, but this is a perfect example of not necessarily understanding. Trademark categories. When you trademark a word, when you trademark a phrase, and perfectly, perfect said, ain't nobody confusing that ish. Um, when you trademark something, you only trademark it in your industry, right? We've talked about this a lot. McDonald's, the Golden Arches, universally recognized, but they are only trademarked in the fast food industry. You're not going to see Golden Arches. You know, um, they they couldn't prevent. Let's say a construction company from calling themselves Golden Arches Construction because McDonald's doesn't do construction. Although I think they're in real estate, maybe they could get around. Anyway, that's just me being a nerd. Uh, but when you trademark a logo, a name, a phrase, you only trademark it within your industry. So is there a possibility of confusion between chicken wings and potato chips? Um, Nessie Time said, nope, I don't go to the chip aisle for wings. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand where they're coming from this, where they're coming from with this. I think again, it's another case of maybe trying to be a trademark bully. Although, uh, G does have a lot of money. So, uh, they may, uh, so I think they can put up a pretty good fight, but I just think it's kind of, it's just a little much. Buffalo first of all, the word blazing isn't so unique, you know, that nobody else can use it. And it again, it's not a similar product. It's chicken wings, not uh not potato chips. And Perfectly Perfect said, I could see if it were Buffalo Wild Wings and Wingstop, but not chips. Right, exactly. So um I hope that even though I'm not a big fan of P and G overall as a, a, you know, a multi conglomerate, um uh, you know, I hope they win this. 76 Grim I I don't think this is, while I think they're trying to bully, I don't think this is a case where they can bully, because P&G has just as much money, if not more, than Buffalo Wild Wings does. P&G makes everything, everything. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of like trying to pick on someone who's, you know, been, training in judo for like 12 years <laughs> alright okay um, so we are moving on to our next stories but before we do that I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL legal dish this is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach uh, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance to get you on the right track Go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consult today. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story of the evening. Have any of you guys watched Umbrella Academy on Netflix? Um, um, if you've watched Umbrella Academy, please give me the umbrella emoji. If you don't know what Umbrella Academy is, um it's like it's a, it's a comic book adaptation there are these seven kids who are adopted by this eccentric man and trained to be superheroes and then they grow up and they're all screwed up. Um but yeah, you've watched it since year 39? Okay. Yeah, anybody else watched Umbrella Academy? It's actually a pretty good show. It's it, to me it was a slow start but it was pretty good. They had two seasons so far. I don't know if they're coming back again. But if you watched Umbrella Academy, Give me an umbrella. Emo- Nobody watched Umbrella Academy. Are you kidding me? Wow. Okay, you guys are breaking my heart. That's okay. Anyway, there is a gentleman by the name of Kevin. Uh, imperfectly perfect said it sounds X Men ish. It kind of is. It kind of is, but darker. Um, anyway, there's a guy named Kevin At- Atkinson. He's an author. Uh, he is suing Netflix. Uh, for copyright infringement, because he says that they um, basically plagiarized the the villain of Umbrella Academy from his creation. Um, Nessie times. Oh, you watched it, but you couldn't find the umbrella. It's cool. Kevin says, uh, you know, some years ago he developed a screenplay. And in the screenplay, uh, if you you didn't know, in Umbrella Academy, the villain is this uh, fish in a bowl uh, over a body, and it has a speaker, right? Uh, And and the fish is sentient. Um, The body isn't connected to him in any way. It's just kind of, you know, a vessel. Um, And Kevin Atkinson says, I wrote a a story a while ago where the villain was a, a sentient fish in a bowl on top of a suit, you know, talking through a speaker. And he is suing Netflix for about $150,000 because he says that they um, copied his villain, um, whose name was Kingfish. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that a villain, uh, a fish in a bowl, a di- uh, uh, you know, connected to a disembodied bowl, is that enough of a unique character that Kevin Atkinson has an argument here. Can you think of any other programs, uh, you know, where you might have seen a character that is a fish in a bowl, that is sentient that can speak to people? Does anybody? Can anybody think of one offhand right now? Because I've got one off the top of my head. And if you're watching the replay, you know, get, um, tell me, tell me if you ha- um, think of any in the comments. Since if nope. Nobody's watched American Dad? Nobody's watched American Dad? Wow. Okay. If you have not watched American Dad, there is a character on there that is a fish that can speak to people that is in a bowl. Nobody's seen it? Wow. Okay. Anyway... Well, Kevin is suing Netflix and saying that they copied his villain. Um, I I don't know if you guys are going to be able to give me your opinion since you apparently haven't watched these things. (laughs) Nessie Time says, oh, you were going to say that? Right, right, the fish in the bowl, right? So, Nessie Time, since you have seen Umbrella Academy and you have watched American Dad and we understand how copyright infringement works, do you think Kevin Atkinson... Has a credible argument here. What do you think? Um, Nessie Time said the cat in the hat has one also. You are right. The cat in the hat does have a talking fish in a bowl. So, Kevin Atkinson, while a talking fish might not always be the villain, I don't think it's a unique character, you know, in the realm of literature or even movies. But that's my opinion. Does anybody think that uh, Kevin Atkinson has a credible argument here? Um, Nessie Times said no, because there are others like that as well. And remember, when it comes to copyrights, you cannot copyright an idea, right? It must be unique and it must be a fixed expression, meaning it has to be laid out. So, you know, if, if you say, you know, I came out with the idea for Netflix, you know, 15 years before it came out. Yeah, you came out. You may have had the idea, but you didn't do anything with it. Netflix actually did something with it, right? Um, so Kevin here... Where is the evidence that you created this unique character? Because this is not the only, you know, sentient fish in a bowl that can speak to people. But this is, uh, you know, this is one of the things that you have to be clear about in your copyrights. There has, it has to be unequivocal. There has to be, you know, there has to be some type of major, major copying. Not just that the ideas are similar, but that it's clear that this person took directly from you. Okay. All right. Do we we understand why Kevin Atkinson is probably going to lose this? Do we, do we, do we? What do you guys think? You guys are so quiet. Nessie time, Nessie time agrees with me. She, she doesn't think that, uh, you know, well, she's not on Kevin's side. 76 Grim Grey said yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, cool. Um, I'm interested to see if Kevin Atkinson will gain any traction. I don't think that he will, but, um, you know, for the most part, I think that he's going to lose, but you know, I will of course keep you updated as we go along. Okay. Don't, uh, uh, and if you find out any updates, let me know. Um, okay. Next story. Uh, then we have one more and then we're going to go into Q and a, has anybody here ordered from Shein or or Shane Shein that the Chinese, the, 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 that Chinese clothing company Shein S H E I N. If you have ordered from Shein, please give me an S in the comments. If you have ordered from Shein, please give me an S in the comments. sincere 39 said nope. Seventy six grinker said nope. Um, I know some people who order from Shein. I haven't. Um, imperfectly perfect. Shein. Um, how do you like the stuff from Shein? Imperfectly perfect. And she said she orders swimsuits. Okay. And how do you like them? Um, I know some people who've ordered off off of there. Um, Shein is like, you know, much like Fashion Nova, Shein is an online clothing store where you can get, you know, fast fashion for, for pretty cheap. Um, and much like Fashion Nova, Shein is often being accused of, uh, copyright violation and, you know, um stealing fashion ideas from other designers. Um, Imperfectly Perfect said, I recently got about four bikinis and they are cute. I have to order a size up. Right. Well, she Shein might have to raise some of the prices on them bikinis soon because they are being sued for copyright infringement by several designing companies. They are saying that she, this is what she Shein does. Much like Fashion Nova, they, they look at the high-end um, designs, and then they just recreate it in a cheap fashion, and the, the fashion houses are sick of it. They're like, look, we're tired of you selling our $1,000 dresses for $24.99 on your website. So they're suing them for copyright infringement. Why, who can tell me why it's hard to prove copyright infringement in fashion unless you're creating like a unique pattern? Why is it hard uh, to create, to to get copyright, uh, to to sue for copyright infringement in the world of fashion? Why do you think it's so hard to sue for copyright infringement in the world of fashion? Hmm. If you don't know the answer to this, um, no, it's not that. You need to make sure that you get. Uh, my protect the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle because it comes with the copyright ebook, and we talk about copywriting clothing in that ebook. Um, the reason why it's so hard to sue for copyright infringement in fashion is because you cannot copyright basic designs. So if you make a blazer, um, the blazer in and of itself cannot be trademarked. But if you if you create some type of unique pattern, like Louis Vuitton, Gucci uh, Dior, any of those high fashion, yes, Margaret, fashion is common. Um, you know, like those, those high end patterns, that is something that is unique that was created that can be protected by copyright. But if you're just making a red blazer, what, what is the difference between a thousand dollar red blazer and a $20 red blazer, you know, um, in terms of looks, right? Um, Now, you know, if you're into fashion, yeah, you're going to say quality, blah, 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 blah. But to the untrained eye, a super expensive red blazer is probably not going to look that different from a cheaper red blazer, right? So fashion is very hard to get copyright protection in fashion. Um, And that's why it's also so easy for a lot of these, uh, you know, fast fashion brands to, uh, to Gain traction very quickly because they can take those expensive, uh, expensive models, make a uh, you know a cheap version, and sell it to you. And you know they they're on the come up, and they're not in trouble unless it's like a specific pattern. But um, she and they are being sued by multiple fashion houses for copyright infringement. This is not uncommon in fashion; it goes on every day. I was on Twitter today, and someone was. Um, someone was, uh, complaining about, um, I think it might've been Shein too. She, you know, stealing, stealing their, their, um, design for their outfit. But, uh, this is why it's, you know, if you're in the world of fashion, you've, you've got to be really creative in trying to make sure that your work is protected. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so th- those were the stories that I had for you today. Today is a little short, so we're actually going to do Q&A for the next few minutes. Um, we have been talking about copyrights for the last couple of weeks. We've also um, been we've, we've been in the intellectual property section since last month. We talked about trademarks. So uh, if you have any questions about that stuff, you can ask that now. I'm going to give you about two minutes to uh, get your to get your, um, what do you call that your questions in? Uh, otherwise, you know, we can break for tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with more stories. Um, and you know, you send them to me. You know, I like it when you send me stories while we roll, um, while I wait for your questions to roll in, I want to say good night again to my parents and to my sister, Joey, uh, to all my family and friends who watched. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and hanging out with me Uh, you guys make it a lot more fun, uh, than me sitting here talking to myself. Um, uh, I want to remind you guys, get the protect your biz ebook bundle. It comes with the trademark toolkit, the copyright ebook and the patent ebook linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Okay. Uh, and make sure that you are booking your one-on-one sessions as well. Mm, join me. Oh yes. I will see you Saturday, my dear. Um, so yeah, we will, we will reconvene tomorrow at 8 PM. Come with your questions, come with your wit, come with your jokes, uh, you know, bring a friend, a loved one, someone, and, uh, we will have a good time then. All right. Have a good night guys. Bye.